Hello and welcome to Nolo Time, episode 44. My name is Ovid Vales and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's up, Nolo Time? We're back here on for another great show. And Obed, this is going to be the highest energy episode I think that we've ever had. Probably, right? <laughs> I haven't been at work all week, man, so I'm feeling great. <laughs> I know. Today, is, today I have off from work. Um, yeah, I'm just going to feel refreshed for this episode. Almost dropped my mic there. Yeah, That's it's great. Just, yeah, you're too excited, man. You're breaking your setup over there. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, this this is gonna be great. This is gonna be a good one. It's gonna be better than a Hurricane Irma episode where we had the whole week off. I know, <laughs> I know. Oh, that was good. Yeah, but that that was I was hurt during that episode. Yeah. I was on drugs though, so that was <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I was on painkillers, so that made it great. <laughs> I actually did a I did another one on painkillers not too long ago because my freaking back. But that one wasn't as obvious because that uh, that yeah. Because oh, the I, other episode really messed up. Yeah, yeah. That that uh, Irma one, I, I was I wasn't feeling it, man. That was pretty rough. But <laughs> <laughs> but here's to hoping we don't get another hurricane, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, our plans. Uh, but Joe, I know that we talked a little bit, but but I'm I'm pretty sure you have anything going on interesting this weekend. I I for me, man. Um, not too much going on being on, on Final Fantasy 15 again. That's mm, I can't get away, Joe. I don't know what's happening. Um, and and I did get to do some Battlefront time this morning, and they added they they patched it in yesterday. They patched Fat Battlefront 2 yesterday. Um, they did add all the cosmetic stuff they were um, going to add. So that's interesting. Uh, one thing that it actually kind of sucks is that to get like the cool alien masks, like, oh, you already have a Rodian uh, uh, skin for my rebel, um, uh, for my rebel officer that I, yep. that I play as. But uh, unfortunately, just to buy different ones for different categories, they're really expensive. They're like 20,000 credits i think i'm up to like sixty-five thousand credits right now because i i barely use any credits so i only use it for crates in the past um but i i got everything maxed out with the uh with officer and i wanted to do the same thing with the with us do the assault class but we'll see uh, I, I my copy of god of war shipped so that's probably gonna be my next couple of months uh with gaming gaming wise uh, i think between that and and back and forth with with Dragon Ball, uh, I haven't been back to Dragon Ball in a couple of weeks, but I think it's about time that I that I go ahead and pick it up and stop being so lazy. <laughs> uh, but what but what about you, what about you, man? Yeah, man. Um, you know, honestly, it's been uh, pretty chill as well on my side. I think now, and we'll go into this a little bit later. But now we're on the road to Infinity War. We've been on this road for a while. And I've been so excited, man, just just for this movie to, to be coming out. So with that excitement comes the uh, the preparation, you know, for um, you know what what we're gonna see. So I tend to do like my research at this time, uh, which is basically rewatching movies, reading comics. Um, and so at this point, what I decided to do is I watched this last weekend um, three different Marvel movies. I watched first I watched uh, Doctor Strange. Then I watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh, I watched it over the weekend. 
oh that's awesome and then <laughs> yeah. i and then i saw thor ragnarok i okay. said i i just feel like those were movies that like you know as we're getting closer to infinity war like those are movies that i've haven't watched m that many times where like civil war i've watched m many times already you know like Avengers I've watched many times, Ultron I've watched many times, but I was like Doctor Strange, Guardians 2, and Thor Ragnarok, like and so Thor is being newer and Guardians being newer, like I've only watched those a couple times, so I wanted to to watch it again just to get my, my thoughts around it um, even more, and, and then, uh, you know, honestly, um, there's uh, there was some excerpts of some stuff I'm reading online, you know, that's from other comics that might pull together, you know, and I don't, I don't want to read this thing. I don't want to read like people's opinions and stuff. I do like to read stuff that maybe I'm not thinking of, but what the other community is thinking of. Uh, but yeah, basically it's, it's full on infinity war mode, man. I'm, I'm getting hyped up. I pre-bought my tickets, uh, which is crazy. If you haven't done it, best of luck to you because literally there is like no tickets on sale for opening weekend, uh, unless you want to be sitting nosebleeds, you know, right in the front or right in the back. Yeah, it'll be like early morning or something like that, but probably anything like after matinee time, like after three o'clock, it's probably all gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, the one thing, Joe, that, that I actually was able to grab, uh, if you're watching the video version of it, I was able to grab this. I haven't gotten a collectible in a while, so Dang. I grabbed the... Uh, this is the SH Figure Arts um, Son Goku by Bandai. Uh, and these are, if for you guys that, that you don't know, these are like very high-end, uh, super postable action figures, uh, very detailed as, as you may be able to see here. Um, um, I still haven't put it up yet because I'm waiting for a stand. I bought the, uh, the figure rice, um, stand that has the, the effects on it. Um, but unfortunately not all of the U S stores that had it and i want it because it's an actual stand it ha actually has a clip like the the tamashi uh stands that i have here on, on my messenger figures um so i i wanted to get that instead of the actual uh tamashi effects um because it had the the actual stand on it but unfortunately none of the stores in the us had it so i had to order it from japan and it's it's been about two about two weeks uh and i think i have another another week or so to go uh the whenever you get something from overseas man it's it just takes a while um and, and the, the reason that i did it again is because of the u.s stores that that had it in stock uh were like charging dumb prices and i was like i'll i'll just order it from japan and i'll take i'll take the hit on the weight and but not you know spend forty dollars on a stand and you know that way save up thirty bucks or so. So it's uh, a good strategy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't mind waiting, uh, that's uh, that's that's definitely uh, a way to go. Uh, and I was able to get it with free shipping and no uh, import tax. I know that most stores, like if you buy stuff from Play Asia or Yes Asia, I've got them stuff from them in the past as well, but. They they do they do charge. Uh, there's a government thing that they they have to charge an import tax. So they do charge that tax, and and they do charge a, charge a flat fee for shipping, which is not that much. Uh, but they do take about two weeks. This one had a a three week window, but I think it's scheduled for um, late next week. So yeah, I'm pretty pumped to actually put that up on my uh, case back here and have it displayed. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, it's been a while since I've gotten anything uh, collectible wise. So I'm I'm pretty pumped. Nice, nice. Yeah, I know. I, I need to get some stuff too. And I know we've talking about New York Comic Con. Maybe we'll get some collectibles out there. We'll see. Yeah, but but yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, if you want to start rolling with uh, the news for this week, I know that you have some things that you want to talk about. If you want to go ahead and uh, kick it off. Absolutely. Um, the first thing I just want to do is talk about the DCEU, you know, the DC Cinematic Universe that's going on there. I'm sure you've been seeing there's some stuff that's been coming out um, just in the last couple of days. Um, you know, the, the first heavy hitter that came out early this week, I want to say it was on Monday, was that Steven Spielberg is going to be doing a DC movie. He's going to be making an adaptation of uh, Black Hawk, and that's that's a, a World War II kind of storyline hero. He's a pilot. So uh, Steven Spielberg signed on. He's going to be doing it. You know, 71 years old. Makes sense for him to be doing this right now because he loves those kinds of, you know, time period movies that he loves to make and, um, you know, you, historical movies. And uh, you look at Ready Player One, which I talked about, I think, in the last episode. That was that movie is, is a good movie, and uh, it's making a lot of money. So he's officially crossed as a director over that ten billion dollar mark for his career of movies. That's crazy. That's a, that, that's that's amazing. So more, Steven's movies are, are are really good, and more power to him. But I think the thing that's interesting is that a lot of fans sort of get real excited to like Steven Spielberg's part of the DCEU, and they're oh my gosh, and we got Steven. Yeah, that that we'll, we'll see. <laughs> chill, chill out. First of all. Just yeah. announced that he's joining. He could drop out without much of these other directors and stuff that's happened. Yeah, but once on if, if he hits that, that brick wall of creative differences, yeah. But the Joss Whedon effect. Yeah, um, exactly. It could happen. And, and and I think it's also important to understand that even though it's a DCEU movie, it's not I don't think it's really a connected cinematic universe just because this movie takes place such a different time. You're not going I don't think you're going to see Wonder Woman show up in this movie. I just don't see that happening. And I don't see this character showing up in any of the future movies just again because we're talking about time span differences, right? It's World War II. So, it's like he's going to make a movie that's going to be a part of the DC, you know, heroes kind of thing, but I don't think it has anything to do with the connected large universe. That's just my opinion right now. And uh, no, guys, I'm not a DC hater as I say these things because even right now I'm wearing a DC shirt uh, that I got from the, I got from New York Comic Con that gave out to us at the, at the DC booth for doing the VR experience. Yeah, that's, um, a cool shirt. That, that's a cool shirt, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's all, only in New York Comic Con they were giving these away. I said they were being sold for ridiculous money on eBay afterwards. Oh, wow. So I bet uh, I could have made some money off of it, but I like I like it. See, I'm not a hater. I'm a fan. Um, but with that being said, the next thing in the DCEU that I also want to mention is that there's been some more movement again with another director, and that is uh, Kathy Yan, if I'm hopeful I'm saying her name right. She is going to be making, she's been pen tapped to make the Birds of Prey movie. And this is interesting just because, you know, first, uh, you know, she obviously having another female director, that's a big move for them in the superhero landscape. Um, that, that DC's really been pushing that boundaries. Patty Jenkins making Wonder Woman, Ava DuVernay making the New Gods, which we'll see if that even happens, Obed. And then Birds of Prey, um, which Birds of Prey with this announcement also comes to find out that they're, from the background, what I'm hearing is that Birds of Prey has been pushed to the forefront and Suicide Squad 2 has been pushed back. So they're not even sure if they're going to make Suicide Squad 2 
they're not even sure what's happening there, but Birds of Prey is being pushed instead of Suicide Squad. Um, makes sense. Harley Quinn was probably one of the, the best characters in that movie, uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, a lot of people were interested with her, and I know she's also supposed to be producing her own Harley Quinn movie, but I think this is kind of like a testing for DC. DC doesn't know what their plans are, in my opinion. This is just evident of that, even more so. Why would you make this movie when you can't even figure out what you're doing with Ben Affleck and you don't know what you're – you've not announced the Superman 2 sequel and all stuff, but that you're announcing Birds of Prey 2. It just sounds like the priorities aren't in the right place. However, I'll give it a chance because of who the director is. We'll see. Yeah, this is the the same thing that we've talked about multiple times. It's um, they they are doing a, an awful job at setting up a, with, with setting up a, new, a, a a cohesive universe. And uh, I don't know, uh, Birds of Prey is it's a I think it's a good property. Um, I think it's a safe property for them to try and and make a movie out of. I would def if I would be in in their place. I would definitely go with Birds of Prey movie than than a, a Suicide Squad two, Agreed. just because you can just get a fresh start. You don't have any baggage, and and you can just do you know try and do the project. Uh, again, it, it just comes down to let's see if it happens because of all this poor planning and um, the you know box office disaster that was Justice League, and uh, I, I guess we'll see. Uh, I mean, any 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 DC news is is it's it's definitely going to ruffle some feathers, and fanboys are going to be really excited. But on the other hand, you have to be really realistic and uh, think about it. It's like, why do we need this? Why do we need that? Uh, I would rather see again Man of Steel two, see something with Affleck before his contract's up. Um, but you know, at this at this point, it's like you guys do whatever you guys want to do. I guess I'll see it on HBO or, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's getting to that place. I think that the consumers speaking with their dollars, especially what we saw with Justice League, that being the flop, like you mentioned, that it, that it was financially. And um, yeah, I mean, like I, I definitely agree that Birds of Prey is a movie to make. But my real hope is that when we get into um, when we get into Comic-Con that we get in a formal announcement of, Hey, this we're doing Man of Steel two, And you know, we're bringing like a George Miller or something. That's what I hope is like, it's a surprise announcement that they have been planning. It, it just hasn't come out to the public yet. I would yeah. hope that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Only time will tell, but I'm, I'm happy with this choice of a, of a director for birds of prey. Cause there was rumors for David Ayer who had made suicide squad to do this one. And I was like, uh, I don't want him to even touch any more of these other DC movies. Not trying to sound like a hater again, but just gotta shoot like I see it. Um, but hearing that it's a different director, again, you talk about fresh, fresh approach, fresh IP. We'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, I'll give it a chance. Yeah, I think this would be a, a much safer bet than just doing a Suicide Squad sequel. Uh, I mean, uh, didn't Ayers direct that movie on Netflix with Will Smith? What was the name of it? Yes, Bright. Uh, Bright. Bright. Yeah. And that got mixed reception as well. Yeah. A lot of people did not like it. So it's just, I think, I don't think he's going to get a chance in that kind of science fiction, you know, thing for a while. Yeah. A lot of people hated it from what, from what I gathered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's kind of unfortunate, you know, because Will Smith's a very well liked actor. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
but yeah, uh, oof, we'll see, man. Uh, I mean, anything, anything that comes out of DC, uh, as if they don't have footage, it doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You have to treat it like that. I love that you said that. Yeah. I, I, if I can't ask trust what Obed just said enough, if it does not have footage, it does not exist. Do not start going into Reddit forums and having arguments with people about we have Steven Spielberg and there's not any footage. There's no yeah. camera work done, nothing. All this going on the DCU, just give it time. Let it breathe. We'll see what happens. But this is our fun speculation part of no low time that we have here. But Obed, we got some PlayStation news. I'm sure you hear about what's going on with the PS Vita, man. Tell us what's up there. Yeah, well, I actually played mine a little bit today, and I was like, man... This thing's really dead, <laughs> and because uh, because whatever whatever they they've given us on PS Plus for the last crap, I, I want to say last year has been subpar, and but now we know of course that May uh, I'm sorry March 2019 will be um, the the last uh, month that the device will be supported on PS Plus. Uh, but we got some rumors coming out of Spain, uh, specifically saying that you can no longer buy a brand new PS Vita anywhere. Uh, basically, that it's been all, you know, whatever stock was there uh, is not being replenished. So that's that's the first uh, pointer to basically say, saying that the Vita is dead. Uh, I think it's been dead in Europe for uh, a couple of month, months, in my opinion. I know that in the U.S. you can actually get a pretty good deal. I think if you have Amazon Prime, Joe, um, you can get a used Vita for like $100 or something, uh, which is a great deal. Um, and I know uh, I haven't I haven't seen a, a brand new Vita in the wild in, in a while, man. Uh, it's been it's been quite a few months before. Uh, I want to say it's been over a year since the last time I saw a Vita um, that uh, out in the wild. I know that they're still selling okay in Japan, uh, but unfortunately, I don't think it's worth Sony's time to keep it alive anywhere else. Uh, I think that they're probably just going to cut um, whatever's out there is out there, and that's going to get sold through eventually. If if it ever does, um, but we'll see um, how we will get some games right. I know that those Persona uh, Persona Dancing All Night uh, games are coming out. The one for Persona Five and Persona Three. Uh, there's a couple of games that are a couple of RPGs that are coming out. Not a lot really um, that's out there that's been announced. It's been what two e threes, and there has been absolutely Nothing. no. Magic not the Vita, uh, and two P uh, PSXs and nothing. Uh, I mean, at this point, just might as well. And and I just I don't I don't think they just want to announce that it's that they're done. I think that they're just going to quietly discontinue it. That's what it sounds like to me from the report too. And it's it's sad. I mean, you know, but I mean, I understand why they they're doing it. It's been around for a while. It's been a few years, so. I mean, it's had a, a good run, but it makes sense for what they're doing right now. However, even though it's going to probably, you know, we're phasing it out this year, like 
I agree with you a bit. I still think it's a good pickup. Like I would still tell people if like, oh, if they're like, hey, I, I would like a Vita. Should I get it? If you want one, get it because I still think it's 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 a, it's a good thing and and get get games while you can and yep. and you'll have a good time. It's a great device. Like I I I I I got my money's worth out of it. Like I played a a few games that were you know, I played Persona Four Golden on the Vita. That was one hundred and fifteen hours. Uh, I played all all those vanillaware games that came out, and those were over, you know, anywhere from twenty to forty hours. Uh, I I played a ton of stuff on it. I played a bunch of PSP games because I didn't. I never owned a PSP, so I bought a, a few PSP games that I wanted to play, and and play the played those. Uh, I think I put like sixty five hours on Dissidia, on the second Dissidia for for PSP on the Vita. Uh, so I, I really got my money's worth out of it. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that it never caught on because it, it was a great device. It's great hardware. It's very well designed. Uh, if they would have cut the gimmicks from the from day one, like that rear touchscreen, like the the rear touchpad, and and uh, some of the gimmicks that it had at the beginning, like um, uh, that three G thing that it had when it came out. So if they would have cut back on those things and just made it like a solid, just do the one thing device, and of course have a touchscreen because you gotta have a touchscreen on on a on a mobile device. Um, but they they could have definitely been in a in a different place. Uh, that being said, again, there are phenomenal games for it. Uh, I still have I I have the uh, uh, was it Uncharted: The Lost Legacy? It's not Lost Legacy. No, That's the, the one. The compass. Yeah, yeah, something compass. Yeah, so I still ha I still haven't played it, and oh and it, no, and I, and I heard it's a great game. I was like, Uncharted's always always are good. It's, man, it's just that it takes so much space on the memory card, so I have to delete half of the stuff that I have there to put Uncharted. Yeah, <laughs> these kids are massive. Oh, that was another thing. Those memory cards, man, so expensive. I think I paid. Man, it's like eighty dollars for the thirty-two wow. gig memory card. Yeah, I play. I think I played. I paid eighty for the thirty-two gig card, and that was back in like twenty thirteen. Uh, <laughs> so I, yeah, I mean, that was like right around around because I think I got my Vita like twoty thirteen. Um, yeah, it was twenty one twenty thirteen when I got it, and and that was like twenty. That was summer twenty thirteen when I got that thirty-two gig card. So I I got it pretty much right away when I got it. Um. But man, it's it's unfortunate, and I got a couple of accessories that I actually uh, got sent from Japan as well because there's no accessories here. Do you you would get the uh like the just the 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 Sony ones, which are great accessories, but you didn't get like uh, like shells or uh, you know the thumb the 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 stick covers or anything. Uh, so I I actually had a few things sent over from Japan, but. Man, uh, it's it's a good device. It's just that it, it's unfortunate that it, it it just couldn't get to the popularity that the PSP had. If if, if they would have released a Monster Hunter on it, it would have been it would have been great because that's what saved the PSP. Once they released that Monster Hunter on PSP, that's when it really took off, and you know PSP went off to sell 80 million units, and the, the Vita I don't think it reached 15. I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's what it is. It's what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while. It's been Vito's been out since uh, you know 2012. 
So, uh, and I'm sorry, I got my Vita on 2014, not 13. So, because uh, I got the slim 2012 which, uh, was when it originally came out. I think it was February 2012. So, I mean, it's been it's been a while. It's been six years. It didn't do well. I'm surprised it's still around. And there's still ga still games coming out for it. Like the, I mean, Nintendo killed the Wii U like right away. Man. Yeah, that's true. It's outlived a lot of stuff. Yeah, they they were not playing around. They, they was like, oh, this thing didn't work. Just kill it, man. <laughs> but I mean, but when you think about it, Sony did not. They they didn't spend any uh, marketing money on this thing. This like it had zero marketing. So that's another thing. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate, but, you know, I wish it, it would have done better. Uh, I love the device. It's a nice device. Even to this date, it holds up. Games look pretty good. Uh, but, you know, uh, cell phones and, and all of these mobile devices are changing so rapidly uh, that, you know, it's it's definitely obsolete when you compare uh, a game on the Vita versus a game on, on say, the uh, on, an iPhone, you know, modern iPhone. So, um, but... We'll, we'll see. I don't think Sony is going to go, is going to venture into uh, mobile devices again. Uh, they're going to stick with uh, their phones. They sell okay in Europe and Japan. Uh, I wish that a carrier would, in the US, would, would have subsidized uh, those phones. Um, but because they're great phones, I've had several Sony phones in the past and they're great. So, yeah. Nice, nice Sony experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good, man. They had good cameras. So. <laughs> Can't complain about that. Um, and uh, Joe, Avengers 4 rumors are trickling out. Um, there's, I heard that there's not going to be a reveal on uh, Infinity War about what this movie is going to be about, which is good. Um, but at the same time, it's just going to keep the fanboys like yourself just really excited. <laughs> sweaty, sweaty nerds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I might be visibly sweating after that movie. I, I don't know. You, you, <laughs> my mom want make sure I package the cologne. But with <laughs> with, uh, with Avengers Infinity War, we got an Avengers movie coming out, guys. It's really soon. But we have to remember that there's an Avengers movie coming out the following, right? This this coming next year. And it's Avengers 4. That's all we know. It's, it's Avengers 4. No title, nothing like you just said. They haven't told us anything. However, there's some news that came out today about uh, Cassie Lang, uh, who is the daughter of Scott Lang. Remember young Cassie in, in the Ant-Man movie? Well, young Cassie's not young Cassie anymore. Uh, Emma Furman has been cast to play Cassie Lang in Avengers 4. And if you look at this, this is now where you start to get into this speculation of what Avengers 4 is going to be, simply because this is an adult Cassie Lang, a young, young adult Cassie Lang. So... Does this mean that we're going to be dealing with time travel? You One has to assume that uh, Doctor Strange and the Time Stone, that was just a peak of what we could see with time and that there's going to be a whole lot more crazy stuff with time going into Avengers 4. I've always said to you, Obed, and it, people ask me all the time, Joel, what's going to happen in Avengers 4? I'm like, there's infinite possibilities. It's called Infinity War, right? But with that being said, Thanos has his Infinity Gauntlet he just swings that gauntlet around and changes everything. In fact, even in one of the new TV spots, which Obed, I'm, I'm avoiding like the plague, anything. But every now and then I, I, I fall, some stuff happens. And, and I, was, I had I heard the beginning of one of the t TV spots and and uh, Thanos makes a statement and, and they're saying, you know, with just one, you know, move of my hand, I can wipe you off of existence. 
And I'm just like, that's literally what we're dealing with. He can just spin that gauntlet around and everything just changes his reality. And everything we know from all the Avengers movies become irrelevant and it's entirely reset, renew. Um, so, oh, but I think time travel's a thing. I don't know if you saw this article. I want to say The Verge put out there, but they were saying how this uh, Avengers 4 could be the setup for resetting up the X-Men and bringing them into the uh, Marvel Disney universe. And basically by doing like a House of M kind of storyline, which I would not be surprised. Um, I, I really hope that that they go over some big stuff and surprises. But Obed, I think that'd be cool. What's your thoughts on on uh, this information? Yeah, they. Uh, I think that either there's going to be time travel or or there's going to be a time skip. Like there's going to be uh, whatever happens after Infinity War is going to take them a while to get over, and there's going to be a time jump. It's like this is ten years in the future or something like that. Uh, that's, I mean, that's another, that's a possibility. Um, but I, I think the time travel thing is, is plausible because I, I still think that someone's going to eat it in this movie and they're going to try and use that time stone to get, uh, that whoever that character that, that gets it, uh, back. So interesting. Um, we will see where this goes. I'm really excited for infinity war. Go ahead, man. I was going to say, you were joking about people eating it. There's a image going around. I don't know if you've seen it regarding to the Infinity War soundtrack. It's a really great joke. If you ever get a chance, guys, look this up. It's hilarious. Maybe I'll share it on our on our Twitter or something. Uh, but it's uh, basically showing like, oh, song one, Cap's death. Song two, Iron Man's death. Song three, Scarlet Witch's death. Song four, <laughs> you know, like going down all the death. But here's the funny thing, like in the middle, it's like Hawkeye survives, <laughs> and then, oh. <laughs> and, and nice. then uh, like like song fourteen is like DCEU dead, you know, like so like it's it was it's a really funny image going around on the internet. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I need to I need to check it out. I haven't seen it. Well, that that sounds pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think that's what's gonna happen. There's gonna be major stuff happening in this movie, and there's there's definitely gonna be a reset here somewhere. So we'll see. Uh, that's, I guess we'll find out in a couple of weeks or so, right? About a week. Yeah. Mm, man, can't wait. Don't spoil it, because if I'm if I'm not able to, I'm gonna I'm gonna double check with the wife. If she, she just says I don't want to go, then um then I, I will go Saturday morning and check it out. It's like before the crowds come in, I'll wake up early and go. Dude, I think even early in the morning there's gonna be crowds, but it might you, you'll have a better chance. Well, I went to see Last Jedi on uh, uh like a, a very early very early morning, and and there was like six dudes in the theater, so it was <laughs> it was that packed, um, and it was during Christmas, so it's yeah, nice. uh, but yeah, interesting stuff going on when uh, uh with that. But um, Joel, do you want to talk some games, or do you have any other video game? Uh, or any other movie stuff to talk about? Because we're probably going to go into a discussion here in a minute. I, I think it's time to go into the discussion, man. That's the, the heavy stuff from my side. All right, cool, cool. All right, so um, we've all known that it was leaked, and then uh, they fully revealed that there is a Call of Duty Black Ops 4 coming out. So it was... Not necessarily announced, but someone leaked it this morning, and and I, I'm gonna do um, I'm gonna do some fact checking while I 
while I while I go at it as well. Uh, but it, it was reported today by several uh, video game news outlets that this uh, upcoming Call of Duty is not going to have a single player mode. That they are going to abandon the single player mode and go into multiplayer only, uh, focusing on the, uh, of course, the multiplayer modes and zombie modes, and also including a battle royale mode, which is very interesting because um, battle royale modes usually have battle royale games usually have some elements of uh, survival games and Call of Duty is not that right. So um, uh, I have very strong feelings about this. I have absolutely zero problems with Call of Duty um, adding a battle royale mode. Uh, I don't think that's the problem, but uh, I do take issue, Joel, um, because it's uh, and, and I know that these things cost a lot of money, right? Again, well, I've it talked it, I've talked about it in the podcast before. Creating single player experiences costs a lot of money. Um, what really kind of bothers me is that uh, just taking taking away uh, the single player experience. This is definitely not going to sit well with a lot of people, a lot of purists, not necessarily to those who play Call of Duty competitively. Um, but I do take issue with that, Joel, because it's kind of like regressive in a way. Uh, I, I don't know if you if it may be the old school gamer in me uh, coming out and, 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 and just trying to fight this new trend. Uh, but we've seen plenty of uh, multiplayer-focused games with single-player modes, uh, you know, including Overwatch. It does have, uh, you know, single-player modes and, and and this sort of games. So, uh, and in Call of Duty, it's always had a single-player mode. I think Black Ops 3, um, I'm almost certain that game was released on previous-gen consoles without the single-player mode. It was just uh, multiplayer modes on that. Um just be, before we go into this discussion, Joel, what do you think about uh, that move on, on Call of Duty's and Activision's behalf? Yeah, I mean, I, it doesn't bother it doesn't bother me greatly personally. Um, I'm I feel kind of you know indifferent different. about it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, but I see where you're coming from. Like I totally hear, and this is why like I love talking with you a bit because I feel like I get sometimes educated on these other perspectives of things. It's like. Yeah, it may not matter to you that much, but to a gamer like yourself, but you've been doing this for a while, you know, you have a different perspective on like, you know, the the like you say, the word you said, it could be regressive, like you like you said yourself. So I I I feel like this is a moment where it's like educate me, Obed. Tell tell me more. No, no, I mean it's and and I, I don't want to sound like a pretentious old school gamer, right? I, I'm because I'm, I'm not. I no, no, I, you're I, not. I, like I really. I, like if there's if there's anything that I hate about retro gamers is that oh games today suck it no ne- it will never compare to the games so to the to the uh, NES and Super NES era that was the best no 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 don't be pretentious you're wrong no I mean you <laughs> no uh, come on it's like you're not gonna are you gonna compare with you know the original Legend of Zelda with Breath of the Wild uh, you can't right the problem is that you can't because 
they are both products of their time. You know, sure. what was achieved on the NES was only uh, limited by the hardware. Therefore, you know, you cannot compare it to today where, you know, uh, the uh, one of those, uh, uh, the, the, the Wii controllers, uh, what are, whatever they call their Joy-Cons, they have maybe hundreds of thousands of times more power than the NES, you, just the controller itself. So, um, so you can't make that comparison. And you can't be uh, pretentious and, and, and say those kind of things because, in my opinion, you're an idiot if you, if you say this sort of things. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry if you're offended, but that's the truth. Uh, but but part of the bigger discussion here is um, where where do single player experiences go when it comes to to this type of game to shooter games? Um, I'm not sure why uh, Battlefield is planning on their single player. If any, uh, I know that for the most part, this recent line of games and you know call of duty and the last two specifically like the uh call of duty battlefield uh or call, call of duty ww2 and and battlefield one i've heard their story modes are very thin and they really don't have a lot to to add to the uh, uh to the experience itself um, but on, on the contrary, you know, you got other games like Battlefield 4 and then uh, the uh, the the Call of Duty, the Infinite Warfare. I, I heard that story mode was great. So I, I think this is just Activision being just uh, greedy and not wanting to invest uh, in this type of experience. And it's their prerogative, you know, this is their property. They can do whatever they want. Uh, but even EA recognized that this was a problem with the original Battlefront could, because that was the big thing with the first Battlefront is like, Hey, this is just multiplayer only. It doesn't have a single player experience. And then they give us a single player experience, but then they mess it up with the microtransactions. Uh, 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 man, I get so upset with this thing. Uh, but just moving right along, just, just, just uh, Again, Activision is free to do with their properties whatever they want. Uh, I just think the move is is regressive and it just doesn't. Uh, <clears throat> I think it has no merit. Um, but on the other hand, Joe, there's uh, two big things happened recently. So uh, Boss Key, uh, which is Cliff Blasinski's studio, uh, they announced that they're shutting down uh, their uh, Dead on Arrival. Uh, project <laughs> Lawbreakers, uh, so they were they're shutting that thing down quick, and and that's dead and done pretty much. Uh, but they announced that they are uh, they they were releasing uh, a new game called Radical Heights, and it's uh, it's an '80s based like an '80s themed uh, battle royale game, um, and it got released on early access on Steam. Uh, the game's supposedly doing pretty good. Uh, and it's supposedly a pretty okay game. So that being added to to this uh, sort of Call of Duty, you know, hubbub that's going on. This morning we got rumors that Battlefield Five is also testing a battle royale mode um, that's gonna come out when when Battlefield Five Five comes out. Um, 
Joel, I, I feel that I I know that the battle royale genre right now is very popular. You know, uh, what started with Daisy was taken over and taken to the extreme by PUBG, and then Fortnite came in and just yeah grab it grabbed it right out of their hands, man, and just kept running. And and right now it's the biggest game in the world. It's ridiculous. Uh, and and they're on mobile. Uh, the concurrent player base is ridiculously high. Um, but I I I feel like it's it's early enough where I can I can say that I feel like there there's oversaturation and there's gonna be a lot of problems with a lot of these new properties coming in and inserting this type of you know gameplay element to their games. Uh, Remember, I said it when uh, that Metal Gear Survive was coming out. I was like, if this thing has a like a, a battle royale mode, I may play it. But they weren't smart enough to put it in because they're Konami. They're idiots. They just announced a <laughs> Castlevania for iOS yesterday. I mean, Guys, he's got a lot of savage Obed moments in this yeah, episode. Yeah, I mean, the savage me trying to use just going off the charts. Yeah, seriously, seriously. <laughs> right, this is what happens when I have time off from work and I'm on and I spend too much time on the internet. <laughs> Savage of it. It's like I, I get too passionate about these things. But um we we see the problems that that um not not necessarily PUBG because they also launched an Xbox, but it was a half-baked product and it didn't run well. And it I believe that to this day it does have some issues and there's patches coming in and whatnot, but um uh, but Joel, I, I feel like they are trying to to really cash in on this battle royale thing without thinking twice, and, and that to me is again a big problem. I I appreciate good old you know team deathmatch and all this stuff, but just trying to force that into everyone, and I'm not, and I'm sure that they're not forcing it in, but making this sort of game hey and you know what if you enjoy uh battle royale games that's perfectly fine that's uh, absolutely you're enjoying a game i absolutely enjoy, enjoy it enjoy it i mean there's the i i i can't be here and dictate you know what can, what sort of games you you need to like no if you like a game if you're into flappy bird who cares you know but <laughs> hey, don't don't crack on flappy bird <laughs> <laughs> I think we all did, <laughs> but you know, uh, if you're into if you do this type of games, that's great. You know, uh, you know, more power to you. Um, but at, at the same time, I feel like now all games that have a multiplayer aspect are gonna have this sort of gameplay element thrown in. Um, uh, is it gonna be good? I don't know. Uh, are they gonna catch up? Catch up? Catch up to Fortnite? Maybe. Uh, I think Fortnite just got too big, uh, and just everyone else is playing catch up at this time. So, uh, man, uh, I don't know, Joe. I know that you you're not super into multiplayer games. Uh, you're more like me. You're into more like single player, you know, single player story driven experiences. Um, that's the kind of game I enjoy. I really enjoy Battlefront too because it's Star Wars, right? If oh, it yeah, would have yeah. been generic shooter, 
I would not be into it. I guarantee that I would not be into it. Yeah, if, if Star Wars Battlefront was titled some other random thing and it just wasn't Star Wars, the exact same game, just not Star Wars, I don't think you and I would have played it for sure. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I would not have bought it. I mean, I wouldn't have bothered getting it. Getting it. It's, uh, it's, it, it's the truth, man. If it would have been any other game, I, I probably would have skipped it. But it was it's Star Wars, you know. It's freaking Star Wars. What can you do? <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, what do you think, Joel? Is it gonna get oversaturated? Is it is it a wait and see kind of thing? Um, is it is it too much? And and everyone trying to cash in into the same pool. Um, so what, what's up, man? What what do you think about this thing? No, I just think that I just think that there there's uh, maybe a, some type of predictive pattern that's being shown. People are looking at, like you're saying, games like Fortnite and looking at some of these other. Uh, and, uh, properties and they're saying like hey maybe this is a key to make our game successful in the sense that like people would buy these games just for this aspect so it's another selling point and it probably doesn't take that much work that goes into it i mean like it's not not too crazy you know to, to have to work on it um some of they can they can easily scope out from the early phases so i just think like where yeah like single player is always going to be i just think that's always going to be the, the the games that sell um, but the multiplayers, when executed right, like your those are the games that are gonna get you know instantly blown up and make tons of millions of copies being sold. We see it happening, see it happen all the time. Um, I mean, growing up, like I I did more multiplayer, and I think as I've gotten older, Joel Young getting older now. Um, you know, <laughs> I I think that's where I started just playing these, you know, single player campaign story stuff and every now and then doing multiplayer. So I'm just curious to see, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say everyone is like me, but I'm curious to see how they'll, how they're expecting to really pull people in. I know like you, you mentioned a great um, you know, point about you're talking about uh, Metal Gear Survive. Like, Hey, like if they would have done this thing, you probably would have gotten it, even though you have no care in the world for this game. So it's like I think that's indicative of of where what they're looking at. Like, hey, can we pull people in just for this? I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if Survive would have would have added that mode for sure, that game would have done better. But that game flopped like massively. It's ridiculous. Um, but again, if you if you enjoy these games, that's that's great. Um, but it's just that I'm gonna make an E3 prediction today. Oh. Four weeks early, four weeks Juicy. early, and we'll keep you guys posted. We're gonna do some planning for E3. Uh, we're gonna have a predictions episode, and and we're gonna do we're gonna try some some special things for E3. But but I'm gonna give you a prediction, Joel. Crackdown three for Xbox is being turned into one of these type of games. Mm. And that's why it's been delayed indefinitely. Mm. That's a good. Yep. That's a good one. That's, uh, I can see that happening. Yeah, I think that's my prediction. Um, there's there there were rumors circling that the game's been canceled and yep. that game's not going to come out. But uh, I think that game's going to get reworked into a battle royale game, and 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 fittingly because the art style fits. Um, the superpower thing they have going on fits. Uh, I think it would be if Microsoft, if you're listening, I think that's what you should do. Like if I if I was Microsoft, I I would have greenlit this. Like just shut it down and let's turn it into this thing. 
because that's a guaranteed way that the game's going to do well on on your platform and on PC because all get Xbox games are on PC as well. Um, unfortunately, it didn't pan out for uh, Sea of Thieves that you know came out with this multiplayer pirate adventure thing. It's funny because even Xbox uh, fans are calling it Sea of Z's because there's like it's just this news fest. <laughs> no, but, what we're talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, <laughs> caught you by surprise. Um, uh, but uh, man, I mean, and uh, again, I'm I'm a fan of of all games, and um, I, I don't have to like your game if if you if you're happy with what you what you're playing. It's the same with movies, right? I'm not into into frou frou Oscar bait movies. But I know that there's people that love them. So it's like, that's great, you know, and you're enjoying something. I don't care as long as you enjoy it. Um, it hits its own. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the, the thing is that, you know, for me, I, I'm more into, you know, narrative, uh, single player experiences. I do occasional multiplayer, like with Dragon Ball and Battlefront. But um, I'm not super into, you know, all this, you know, crazy multiplayer stuff. Uh, I, I'm still curious with Fortnite. I still think because I've already got it from PS4 and I got that Founders Pack that they were giving with PS Plus. So I grabbed that. I haven't installed it, but I think I may give it a chance. Wow. Uh, one, day, one, one day I may try it. If I don't like it, I, I'll just delete it and that's it. You know, I don't have to dwell on it. Um, but it's interesting to see that that this this type of this game genre, because it is a separate genre right now, um, it, it caught so much fire that that everyone wants to do it, and and that's fine. But at the same time, you're running the risk of oversaturating and just not advancing the genre. So uh, I think Fortnite's doing something different because it does have that that building element to it. Um, but we'll see how Call of Duty is able to incorporate it. I'm, I don't know uh, how Battlefield intends to incorporate it. Uh, I will not be shocked uh, if if Star Wars tries something like this based on the rumors that are going around with the next Star Wars game that's coming out from EA is going to be a Destiny like type of game um which again is it's their own genre as a game game as a service and a lot of people enjoy it i know that huge yeah yeah i mean i i I have a friend that's put almost a thousand hours on destiny so you know it's 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 a big deal so i think i think that i mean uh, it's great that there's a game genre that's that's doing great out there um, but at the same time, I'm also very cautious, and and uh, I fear the this oversaturation. It's not gonna it's not gonna take us anywhere. But I mean, Joe, what happens if there's another game that takes over Fortnite by the end of the year, and then all these games come out with this mode, and no one cares for it? They'll instantly send the uh, send the message to the industry. That's the yeah. thing. You're gonna send. You're, either way, there's gonna be a message sent. Either it's gonna go crazy. Or it's gonna be like we don't care, we don't want this. So yeah. only time again, I, like you and I have our preferences, 
but we don't speak on behalf of the community. We, we're just, we're, we're part of the community, but we just don't know how it's going to be responsive. Is this a future thing? Is this exactly. something that's going to become a thing or is this going to be a, a momentary? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's the point. That's the point that I, that, I, that I'm trying to get into. We, we don't know. Um, and we just, I just wanted to have a little discussion about this because I see that all these games are coming out with, uh, with a battle Royale mode. And, uh, Again, this type of modes are not for everyone. Yes, they're very popular, but at the same time, uh, it doesn't serve uh, a lot of the gaming community. But oversaturation is the thing. We've we've seen it. Um, we saw it with, you know, the 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 type of like the tap games, like the Flappy Birds, and 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 again, all these tap games that came out for iOS, and and it was just tap the screen. It's it's ridiculous. It was a trend there for a while, and and, and you got to the point that everyone made uh, a tapping game, and then all died at the same time. Uh, <laughs> same thing with this, uh, you know, the 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 base building type of games, like the uh, whatever base building games, you know, and and King released and 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 whatever, you know, uh, like Candy Crush and all this type of games that they they they're all proven fads basically um and you know at the end of the day it's money moves the industry right and it's like in any type of industry uh, if there's money to be made there's people that are gonna make the product um and you know i feel really bad for fortnite not not fortnite i'm sorry for PUBG, because they were like yo we own this thing and then now they're telling people hey we invented it, but now everyone has it. So I kind of feel bad for them, but not really because it's, I mean, the, the like player unknown, the guy, I forgot his name. I heard he's a nice guy. Um, the company that's behind the product, probably not so much. They're the ones making the weird statements about, you know, the game engine news and all this stuff. But, um, We'll see where this goes. I'm really interested to see interested to see where this goes. I guess we'll find out October, November, where all these games start coming out. Um, and man, it's crazy stuff happening right now on the games industry. Crazy stuff. Yeah, this E3 is gonna be. Man, I, I, I'm I'm really worried. We're gonna get some pretty big surprises is my 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 opinion so i, I know because i sent you about like talking about so microsoft getting a tomb raider exec you know to to be joining them and working on some stuff i think microsoft was pulling some stuff out of here last minute that that we didn't see coming yeah I, I, you um, you and i when we talked about it, it's probably too late for them to try and catch up for what's going to even happen this year with e3 but regardless um and just interesting to see the moves that are going to be made and the announcements mm -hmm. coming leading up to and and they're trying. They're 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 listening to their fan base. Even even if what Phil Spencer says on Twitter is it is nonsense, because he I don't know if you saw that there was a, a tweet by Ron McCaffrey from IGN, and Phil Spencer replied to it with something saying it's like, oh, we need to get the console right in order for us to get the games right. What the heck, that makes dude? No sense. No that sense. makes no sense. Your You've already. Yeah, your console's out. You've already had the console, and it's the same console from 2013. But <laughs> what? What do you mean? Well, I mean the man, it's it's messed up. It doesn't make, just, it <laughs> it no doesn't make sense. sense. And I like I like Phil Spencer. I think he, 
I, I think he listens to the community and he's really involved. And uh, I, I think he's a, he's a, he's a, nice, like guy. a nice guy. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Um, I just think that Xbox is in a, in a very volatile position right now on Microsoft because Microsoft is is really moving into they're really moving their business into a very very different and direction that than Xbox is. So I I think they're really trying to move away from Xbox. Uh, there were rumors that Sega may come in into the games console business. I doubt it because they they make a killing with those Yakuza games that we just got one yesterday. <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome though. Just like I don't think it would be a good idea, but I still would be hyped if I saw that. Dude, if I, if I mean, can you imagine getting a, a rebranded Xbox with a Sega logo on it? I'll buy one. I would be hyped. Yeah, I might. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm, it's like if that's the only way you can get me to buy it. Just put a Sega sticker on it. I'll hold, buy it. Hold on, though. I'll let you all in on a little secret. I do have a picture of Obed holding an Xbox controller. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, that's you that's do. a story behind that, but regardless, yeah, it exists. Yeah, that, His that, hands that's were bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My fingers were all, were all like this. <laughs> like I can't, I can't hold the stick and uh, oh man, what is this? What you? Yeah, this wasn't in, this wasn't intended for me. Um, but we'll see where this goes. It's all very interesting stuff happening. Um, Joel, that's what I got for this week. I don't know if you have anything else, but if you don't, just go ahead and plug in our social media places. Let's do it, guys. So good to be with you on this episode of the Time. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us here on the show. Uh, if you are listening to us, please go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. No Low Time is on no, is on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, you can also subscribe to the video version of us on YouTube if you're watching us. Uh, we also throw some likes and comments. Uh, if you are a listener, subscriber on iTunes, go ahead and Drop us a review. That would help us out big time. Also, we want you to follow us on social media, as Obed was saying. Uh, this, maybe I'll even post that that little uh, Infinity War thing that I saw. I think I'll, I think I'll go in there and put that up um, that I saw with the, the spoilers, uh, supposed soundtrack. But anyways, follow us at No Low Time. It's at No Low Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Obed put out a cool little video. I know a uh, YouTube video also on our social media. So make yeah. sure you check that out. I was able to kill that friggin' Omega on Final Fantasy. That took me, man, I thought it was, was going to take me about an hour and a half. That's what people said. It took me about 45 minutes. So it wasn't that yeah. bad. Yeah. So you guys, you got to follow us on Twitter and then you'll see some cool things. So yeah, check that out. And then also, uh, please feel free to send in any emails to us, questions, comments, feedback, whatever you. Whatever you want to tell us about the show, uh, send us an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. We are growing together. We're getting better together. We're so excited about the future here on the show. And thank you for always listening to us. And next time is going to be another fun one. Yeah, thank you guys for listening and joining us on the video version as well. And we'll see you guys on the next show. See ya.